Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Pastor Steve Kramer, radio preacher for Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Our reading is from Judges chapter 6, verse 1. The people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord gave them into the hand of Midian seven years. And the hand of Midian overpowered Israel, and because of Midian the people of Israel made for themselves the dens that are up in the mountains, and the caves and the strongholds. For whenever the Israelites planted crops, the Midianites and the Amalekites and the people of the east would come up against them. They would encamp against them and devour the produce of the land as far as Gaza and leave no sustenance in Israel and no sheep or ox or donkey. For they would come up with their livestock in their tents. They would come like locusts in number. Both they and their camels could not be counted so that they laid waste to the land as they came in. And Israel was brought very low because of Midian and the people cried out for help to the Lord. When the people of Israel cried out to the Lord on account of the Midianites, the Lord sent a prophet to the people of Israel, and he said to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I led you up from Egypt and brought you out of the house of slavery. I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians Egyptians, and from the hand of all who oppressed you, and I drove them out before you and gave you their land. And I said to you, I am the Lord your God. You shall not fear the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell but you have not obeyed my voice. This is becoming all too familiar, isn't it? The Israelites do what's evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord gives them into the hands of their enemies. After showing his grace to them and saving them again and again through the judges Ehud and Deborah and Barak, they turn from God again to find their security in other gods, the fertility gods of the locals, who they believed would make their crops grow. The Midianites came in, and the Israelites, being outnumbered and overpowered, were driven to the mountains like exiles to live in caves. They lost their homes and their crops. The Midianites cleaned them out, leaving them without any sustenance. The people were starving. It all looked hopeless. And what did they do? Just as before, they cried out for help to the Lord. Interestingly, though, before God gave them a savior and salvation. He gave them a sermon. He sent a prophet to be a spokesman to the people. The Lord apparently thought they first needed to hear a word from him about what was going on and why it was happening to them. The prophet said to them, thus says the Lord, I saved you from slavery. I delivered you from the Egyptians. I gave you this land. And I said, I'm the Lord your God. You shall not fear the gods of the Amorites in this land, and you have not obeyed my voice. It appears that God is attempting to convict the people of Israel so that they will be truly repentant. You see, they're worshiping other gods again. It's not the first time. Their history so far is showing that their sorrow for their sinfulness is only skin deep. It's not heartfelt. They don't change. They keep going back to the old sinful ways. In other words, when they cry for help, it's more out of regret than repentance. They're only sorry for the consequences, but not the cause. The Bible says there's a big difference between regret and repentance. Paul tells us God's 
Godly sorrow brings repentance. It leads to salvation and leaves no regret. But worldly sorrow brings death. Worldly sorrow, or regret as we call it, brings about no change, while repentance does. Regret is sorrow over the consequences of the sin, but not the sin itself. There's no sorrow for how it grieves God and violates our relationship with him. But repentance focuses on the real permanent result of sin, the separation from God, the loss of the Lord in one's life, and that's the most serious result of all. So when we realize God has forgiven us in our repentance and we haven't lost him, we feel that earthly results are rather small in comparison. We can say, I deserve far worse than what happened to me. The real punishment, though, fell on Jesus and will never come to me. Pastor Tim Keller, one of my favorite authors these days, writes, regret is all about us, how my life is ruined, how my heart is breaking. But repentance is all about God, how he's been grieved, how his nature as creator and redeemer is being trampled on, how his repeated saving actions are being trivialized and used manipulatively. God's trying to move them from regret to repentance. That's where life is found. That's where real change and renewal and growth can happen in a person's life. When we realize that we've grieved God and we need to turn from the idols that are taking over our lives and surrender to him, that's real repentance. There are two important lessons for us to take seriously as God's people in Christ. We need to check what we're really sorry about when we cry out to God. The consequence of the sin in our lives or the sin itself. The loss of the pleasure or the damage to our relationship with God that's been done. And we also see the importance of listening to God's word. We need to hear and worship and study it every day. That's where we learn who we are and our need for God's grace and direction in our lives. It's hard to see the heart issues on our own. His word is the gracious means through which he brings renewal by speaking truth into our lives. May we be people who say this prayer, Lord, speak for your servant is listening. You can hear more from Pastor Steve Kramer on the CC broadcast at ChristianCrusaders.org. Thanks for listening to The Daily Dose, a partnership between three ministries. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 99th annual conference runs between Saturday, July 25th and Saturday, August 21st. See CedarFallsBibleConference.com for more information. Second is Christian Crusaders, which, in addition to this podcast, hosts a weekly radio broadcast and another podcast featuring conversations with inspiring Christians. And third is Fresh Wind Ministries, the spiritual care arm of Western Home Communities. Find more information about them at Fresh Wind Ministries on YouTube or Fresh Wind Worship on Facebook. Please see our show notes for web links to these ministries. If this broadcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries listed above. Thanks again for listening, and may God richly bless you.